podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. Hello guys, it's March 25, 2021, and you're watching me, Nikki Yu, also known as Faces Trader here in the Awesome Tenants Global Market Update. Let's begin. So in today's most uh, important news to share, um, it is with a heavy heart to explain, of course, what's been happening in Asia, in America, about the Asian, uh, the racial hate crimes and what happened to Atlanta. So let's try to understand in a short video, um, uh, simple trivia. In the last 12 months, Asian comments, Asian American comments actually surged 19x in the 12 months. Uh, these are just words, but these words, of course, translated into actions and real crimes over time. So let's understand how the facts and stats have uh, have have gone have happened. Let's watch a few videos here. This is exactly the sort of abuse the study found to be prevalent. Yeah, Chef, that is such a heated exchange. I saw it on my social media last night. In this case, the couple uh, that was targeted took out their cell phones and tried to document it, tried to get her to repeat what she said. But yes, 68% of the anti-Asian sentiment that's expressed that was reported in this new data comes from verbal assaults just like that. We have some other numbers to show you. Coming up a second, 20% are deliberate avoidance. For example, someone moving away from an Asian American person on a bus or a train. 11% were reports of physical violence. Women are reporting hate incidents 2.3 times more than men. And Shep, a couple other things that stood out from the new data today. This is happening and coming from all 50 states and the District of Columbia. One third of these incidents are happening in businesses. One in four are happening right out in the public on streets like that reported incident from Sunday. A story that stood out to me, a mom in Southern California said she was calling a gym to try to sign her daughter up for gymnastics lessons when the owner told her he didn't like her last name, it's obviously Asian, and that he wouldn't accept the daughter into the gym. So it's important to remember that behind each of these data points is a human being, a person with a story. Experts also tell us this data is likely very low, underreported for many reasons lack of uh, language and cultural barriers, you know, that prevent people from speaking to law enforcement, a mistrust of authorities. But at the end of the day, advocates that we've talked to, people all over the country, academics and authorities too, say if you see something, say something. They need this data to direct resources to respond. Shep? Let's understand um, a few things. Let's read some news. The Google CEO sent consoling email to employees amidst the rise of anti-Asian hate crimes. So um, following the Atlanta shootings, which killed six Asian women, 
Hichai offered um, time to process as the U.S. has been seeing a steep rise in hate crimes against members of Asian America and Pacific Islander AAPI communities during the COVID-19 pandemic. So last week, um, the Atlanta shootings uh, had a huge effect on the large Asian population in America. I know the effects of the hateful violence reaches way beyond Atlanta. The loss of eight lives is tragic, so is the reality that anybody would be targeted because of their race or gender, as appears to be the case here and in so many other recent incidents. Pichai sent emails after a shooting spree in Georgia last week killed eight people, including six Asian women, spurring a nationwide protest over the weekend. Countries have seen a rise in discrimination and violence against members of Asian America during the COVID-19 pandemic. Google is 41% comprised of Asians, according to the company's latest representation data. The news is heavy, we heavily weighing on all of us. Please reach out to all of your managers and teammates if you need support. Um, this is one of his first statements. Um, tweeting hashtag stop Asian hate. It's important that we don't let the violence against Asians and Pacific Island communities fade from the headlines. So um, you could see that there have been so much attacks. Um, I shouted for help. Nobody helped me. March 13, 2021, Asian Americans are under attack. You could see that Jeremy Lin becomes the latest uh, victim of racism. You've got reporters describing racist attacks within an hour, and people call it the much deadlier virus, which is the racism virus. Anti-Asian attacks are surging. Um, these are NBC News. Even in 2019, people have been discussing about the Asian racism pervasive, and um, this, have been, this has been happening and only just uh, went into a breakout to an all-time high spotlight in a sad note because of the 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 the, the history of anti-asian racism uh, which which really has been happening for over uh 100 years in some cases so let's try to understand the you know there are it it was something that even al jazeera uh news reported even um since october 2020 america's anti-asian pandemic so um, recently, New Yorkers actually went on a rally um, with all of these uh, violence against Asian Americans. You could see that a lot of them are, are already um, getting harassed and getting scared as well. New York City rally on Chinatown is on the edge after an Asian man just got stabbed. So... There's a lot of people who are actually, um, of course, they wouldn't be silent about this. And it's good to see that um, the world is trying to recognize and hopefully puts a stop to all of these Asian crimes. So um, you could just uh, watch perhaps um, New Yorkers rallying against Asian anti-Asian violence. Of course, Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate. Hate is haunting Asian Americans. A lot of people are, of course, still, um, few, the, 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 the hate crimes have been fueled, of course, when your past administration uh, spoke 
nonchalantly about Kong flu, like um, Wuhan virus, instead of saying um, COVID-19. So for, for some purposes of uh, watching uh, how pervasive this racism virus is, you could just watch a lot of videos. Uh, Anti-Asian attacks are surging. So whether you're in a supermarket or in a subway, you're walking down the streets, uh, if you're uh, identified as an Asian American, especially the women, um, they're being targeted. Women, grand grandparents, and children. So it's a, it's a sad thing to discuss. So um, we are in solid faith that hopefully uh, with Joe Biden in the helm, he did uh, speak out about this. And hopefully we, we could see uh, a better relations with uh, Chinese and Americans, Asian Americans over time. <clears throat> So hopefully in the most immediate time, not like next, uh, next year, but immediate time. So Andrew Yang um, spoke openly. May he actually be um, a good leader um, about what's happening, the racism virus. So you're seeing that more and more people are now openly apologizing for their past racist jokes about Asians. So Jay Leno, even Whoopi Goldberg, in my heart, I knew it was wrong. There's a long history of bigotry against Asian Americans. And Atlanta is a, Atlanta attacks mark a turning point for racism against Asians. Well, we'll see how the majority of the world actually reacts to this. But definitely... Um, it's impossible to see U.S. Uh, go all-time highs, uh, not just simply about the valuations, about the, the, the early expectations of reopening. I doubt that would happen um, given how many problems we have to battle out. <clears throat> so we have been advising caution in our uh, group, and you could see that... Um, Either way, we have some awesome 10x testimonials thanking us for the new call. Uh, I love the crash and I'm hiding in cash. So um, that said, are there opportunities in a market correction? So I still think that there are, of course, several interesting companies to buy. And I'll tell you what companies I am looking at. So Agora is having a solid fourth quarter. Let's read about this. Emerging use cases is driving elevated demand and target price has been raised to $80 by Bank of America. Agora delivered a solid fourth quarter result and a full year 2021 outlook. Total revenue of API is $33 million, up 74%, beating our forecast of $30 mil, uh, beating our forecast of $30 million and high-end guidance range of about 25 million to 29 million dollars driven by a 79 percent constant currency trailing 12 months of dbner that would be an increasing um client base who are uh, re net retention rates 101 percent active growth in their customers furthering our belief that the company is riding on a secular trend growth of real-time engagement applications or live streaming with a plethora of use cases in education, example, an interactive lecture hall, entertainment such as a live audio cast, imposter games, and even virtual events like remote assistance. 
Fourth quarter results also point to a good progress on international expansion given our overseas accounts are expanding 30% of our total revenue in fourth quarter. Increasing from a previous 22% in full year 19, supported by improved developer outreach and brand awareness, clubhouse adoption per SCMP is also a strong endorsement in our view versus our full year 21 revenue guidance of 180 million dollars this is a 57 to 60 percent year-on-year increase adjusted for the COVID impact and a 66 to 68 percent CAGR growth in 2020 to 2022 or about two years this is a huge jump from our forecasted 171 million dollars pre-ease mob we expect the growth to sustain in first quarter with about $35 million recurring revenue adjusted for COVID, which is an increase of 60% year-on-year. Non-GAAP gross margin declined a little bit, 2 percentage per points quarter and quarter due to a margin dilution from international markets. Despite a lower margin, we do believe that it makes strategic sense to expand overseas as gross margin could potentially exceed that in China, which is 60% in the long run. Given that the markets are large, but competition is beginning to be is benign versus China, uh, our bandwidth utilization will improve as the scale builds up. Net loss came in at a small $3 million due to a higher research and development investment in our operating cash flows are reaching $2 million with a 6% margin. Maintain a buy, said by Bank of America, because of a recent RTE adoption, the real-time engagement, the live streaming adoption tailwinds, increased forecast by the revenues to reflect the higher growth outlook and the e-smob acquisition. Our price objective of $83 is now based on a 30 times estimated revenue of their EV, uh, enterprise value over their revenues versus a DCF valuation before, comparing for the SaaS peers. Most SaaS software as a service um, uh, that are similar growth names like Agora do experience 30 to 20 times price to sales. So our 30 times multiple represents just a 0.7 times EV per revenue growth, given that it is growing very high. And it is growing points. It's also just 0.7x of a rule of 40 adjusted EV revenue in 2022. Those are uh, that, that's a correct valuation metric when you're doing SaaS names such as your Zooms, your Agoras, and so forth. And it is very much positioned to capture the huge tailwind uh, in adopting live streaming on VR and AR amidst a 5G proliferation as well as e-learning or online learning, a huge runway of growth, and a very efficient sales model. So um, we have been strong believers of Agora, as we know, as you know. Uh, we mentioned it as a 10x company since $38 uh, ever since. So seeing it hit $100, $110, I knew that there will be some potential profit-taking given um, a 3x move at such a short span of time. But it is, uh, it is a bullish call that is normal because of... Um, people seeing and recognizing the boom of these apps and this agora has been helping clubhouse just a client one client let's understand okay so why are people spending so much hours on clubhouse even facebook has their own clubhouse rival twitter is coming out with their clubhouse spaces 
called Twitter Spaces. And we already know that Agora has been serving your Discord channel and all of your Unity livestream hours and many games more. So you heard that they've got so much clients growing 100%. Clubhouse is just one of their clients. Uh, even um, Talkspace, HEC, the therapy is all powered by Agora. So just like all the Clubhouse users, the positive effect, as you could see, is Clubhouse booming. So um, despite being an invite-only app, Clubhouse has exploded into mainstream after launching just last summer as a preserve of the Silicon Valley elite. This app slowly swelled to the size of a small town by the fall. By Thanksgiving, Clubhouse was already transforming into 100,000 users, roughly the size of Burbank. Before the New Year's, it hit a million. Just last weekend, it already has 10 million users. Perhaps next month, it's the 100 million users. Clubhouse boom has been going 10x after 10x in a week and a week and a week. Data from analytics are showing 550,000 to a million new users every single day. A skyrocketing move this January and February only escalating even during March 2021. The skyrocketing move of Clubhouse is just simply an, an assurance to the business model, even if there's no business model yet, that there is a growing crowd of people who wants to bond over voice. So um, for the most part right now, um, the only way that you are going to make money on the app is just to solicit tips from fans via payment apps. So let's say I have a clubhouse room. I tell people to actually pay me and talk about something and run a pitch room or even a dating app. So you could actually do use cases inside clubhouse. And um, some people use clubhouse for their NFTs. Uh, getting more venture capitalists for their digital arts. So there's been a lot of uh, performances that happened as well, such as a live Lion King musical. And um, people went auditioning through the clubhouse. They, they had voice acting. Some users have uh, seen the height of uh, homegrown clubhouse celebrities. We are seeing that the famous uh, people, of course, like Elon Musk, uh, happily interviewed um, Robinhood CEO Vlad during the height of the game, uh, GameStop Reddit-fueled um, questioning on why um, there wasn't an ability to make a sell on, uh, on that day. So those things. So it's a super conference because you can host any panel. It's like a fireside chat performance on any subject and you could see that the black billionaires crypto clubs bearded black men reading to you before bed so it's an exemplar of creativity on what you could do with voice um i think that what's happening is that more and more people are seeing the potential of audios uh podcasts the spoken form i could actually just talk about news dates you don't need to see my face um, it's like a radio DJ talking about their interests. And um, we have seen the growth, um, the potential of this real-time engagement from e-commerce applications to news to learning. It's not just about music. And I think that this is something that Spotify also is massively aware of. Twitter is massively aware of. And to us, one of the biggest ways to actually play in this momentum in the next 10 years, the secular trend is going to be captured, of course, by your 
Agora, which is uh, API, Application Programming Interface. So, um, currently, I see the Twitter, uh, sorry, sorry, not Twitter. I could see the Twitter Spaces by April is going to launch their Clubhouse rival. They already had a beta test of it. And um, it just tells you that the live streaming is getting validation all over all the apps, all across the apps. So whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse, and pretty much everyone else, I see that this drop uh, in, uh, in Agora's market cap now is trading at about $5 billion at $52. Any drops here at about $50 all the way to about $40 is a great opportunity in my end to actually load up. So I've been a believer ever since. Awesome 10X has been a believer. You know that Agora has been preached on and on if you are a long-time listener or long-time viewer of Awesome 10X. And I think uh, the current drop in the market is presenting us a truly good opportunity to load up when we know that the facts and the fundamentals are on our side. Uh, a few things to note. Um, I mentioned a lot of news uh, we said that Razer was actually doing well in their numbers. Uh, very strong, actually all-time high profits in the last uh, seven years in, uh, in the peripheral space. So what is very clear, guys, is that esports as a sector is booming. And if you are of the belief that esports is actually um, a game where you collaborate with people through voice, that's one of the reasons why Discord has been very popular because of the voice apps. And the voice-related apps, even your um, companies, uh, even like uh, companies like Yatsan Global has heavily used uh, e-commerce and live, uh, live streaming efforts. Your, um, your apps like um, Douyu and Huya, all of, almost all of your esports, uh, Twitch, all of your platforms are heavily relying on voice. This is just one of the few um, applications of Agora. So for those who still don't know who Agora is, just go a quick, a quick um, well, you could see the website, of course, Agora. Um, the real-time voice and video engagement, agora.io. So um, build the future now. So much partners. So I just want you to see their partner gallery in case you still aren't aware. Unity, a huge, uh, a huge solution. Uh, you've got big time um, companies. All of their partners are seen in their partner gallery. Let's read a few things for you. Um, 4045 Media, Airmeet, Articom, Banuba, BeLive, Big Step, Box, Bunch, Cocos, Deep AR, Dream Team Mobile, Face Unity, Fizz, HumanSoft, LearnCube, Lisa, LiveLike, Loom AI, Loop Team, Netless, Nix, Offshore, Pepper Square, Plug, PubNub, Relin, SignalWire, Silicon Prime, Spring City, Unity, Verbella, UHP Software, TurboBridge, Swarm, Spectrum Labs, Voctrol Labs, We Make Apps, WordPress, WebRTC Ventures, VR Jam. There's so much partners that you don't see here. Perhaps you should look at their success stories. So um, you could read all, of about, all about the success stories that they've been helping. So these companies use the Agora Scalable Live Video, driving meaningful engagement all throughout. So these are some of the companies. So we already discussed Talkspace, you know about Unity, featured partners, why the companies all choose Agora. So um, 
I think like uh, for those who still don't know, you could actually, get, I'll give you a heads up. Um, we have a specific class on, uh, on Agora. Check out uh, our Agora class. Um, Agora. The next Zoom video powering real-time communications. So it was a July 30, 2020 um, discussion. I discussed that remote work is forever and mainstream. Peer-to-peer -peer connections are very critical. And Agora is a pioneer and this global leader in RTE, Platform as a Service. The platform provides software developers an SDA kit, which is simple to use, highly customizable, widely compatible APIs or application programming interfaces to embed the real-time video and voice functionalities into their applications without the need to develop the technology or build the underlying infrastructure themselves. So um, there are more reasons why people are adopting Agora, adding video, video chat to their uh, native apps, how to even create a video chat app inside Unity. So um, there's so many um, keynotes and product demos. And people are all saying that they're using, all the disruptors are using Agora.io. So if you are a software developer, you know that um, this is a powerful company, the most advanced developer platform. Um, I would be very much willing to, uh, to see the future for, uh, for, for voice first and uh, voice assistance. And uh, you have to be bullish when the market is willing to give these great companies to you at a huge discount. Now, obviously, there are perhaps more drops in the U.S. that, that could happen. Um, what exactly happened last night? Let's understand what the Fed chairman and uh, Jerome Powell and Janet, Janet Yellen discussed last night. So um, let's look at the news on that. Jerome Powell, Janet Yellen highlights news. So um, usually they'll be discussing about the COVID-19 relief, uh, the economy. You could actually watch it yourself. This is five minutes, uh, a testification before the Congress. So I'm just going to read to you a few things about, the, about what they have been discussing. So they discuss about the deficits, inflation fears, things that we are very much aware about, as well as a potential corporate tax rate that would affect, of course, your big tech. So um, if you're an inner circle class uh, member, you would have been aware. That's why we had a huge nuke call. We talked about the NFT frenzy. We talked about the high valuation. And thus, we are actually nibbling into the market, buying companies that we believe in. However, not buying in an incredible manner. So um, you could see that there are so much conversations happening um, about the looming inflation in the next couple of years. So um, where is the money going into? Let's read about the markets uh, as a whole. So you could see that last night, um, the U.S. as a whole actually generally fell. So most of the stocks fell. You could see that even cryptocurrencies, which were said to be uncorrelated assets, uh, actually also fell. You saw finally your Bitcoins going down, your Ethereum's going down, your fintech as a whole is going down. In fact, your digital assets or related crypto uh, blockchain related names are falling very huge. 
um, and people were actually selling Funko on the NFT craze. Funko traded as high as 24 only to be sold down to about 19. Now, granted, there might be some people who would buy more Funko, uh, but I'd, I'd say that you have to be very cautious. While we were preaching to buy Funko at about six, seven, eight dollars here at about 21 to 24 even as high as 28 are more of a selling zone rather than a buying zone. So you could be forgiven if you sold at $20, sold at $24, or even at $28. I don't think that um, this NFT craze, if you're going to ask me, it's going to be a potent It's a good thing for Funko to actually capture and get $100 million if they could on the NFT craze. Take note that Funko only has $225 million of revenues in a single year. And any rallies based on this NFT craze is actually more of a potential to sell into for Funko. And um, that's a good opportunity for the company to beef up their balance sheets in a time when um, it's still uh, a very bad uh, year for toy companies in general. So you want to buy it here, but you want to sell it here, which is already a 4x or a 5x move if you were getting in at about $6 where we advised. I have streaming. Just get it. Kunin mo na lang. Sabi mo, Nikki said. Okay. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> Alright. Um, yeah. And then let's take a look at more things. Let's watch the markets. Alright. So, um, you're seeing a slew of red. Uh, these are extended, by the way. So, take note that while it looks like a huge red uh, red fever, a red sea, what you might not be aware of is that these bigger moves on the drop are actually already more than 100% for just a year ago. Sometimes even more. So, Fiverr was 7x, Freeport McMoran, 350%, Billy Billy, 300%, even your Roke was 250%. So um, if a market sell-off will continue, it's not, uh, it's not impossible that uh, Billy Billy, for instance, will continuously get sold down or Fiverr or Upwork, for instance. So um, some people will continue to sell these further and um, the shorts will aggressively sell further, 320, perhaps going down to about 130. Even if they believe that the platform uh, economy or freelance and gig economy is always here to stay. So just like what we saw with Zoom video peaking at about 560 here, I do think that a drop on 290 is not impossible. So 580 divided by 2 is about 290. And so um, even if I'm a huge believer of Zoom video, I'm not absently minded in thinking that, hey, maybe I could get it at 290 or 235 or even $200. That said, these companies are, in my view, some of the great names to get into in a market sell-off, uh, which is really heightened only because of the valuations, not because of the market um, just wanting to sell off. There is a bigger sell-off happening to certain companies because of their 7x, 10x moves, which in my view was never warranted. I mean, any company, no matter how great, after a 10x move should perhaps also correct. And therefore, we argue that Grow Generation here about $60 was ripe for a, for a sell-off, which have actually happened. Your Grow Generation is trading at $45, could go down to about $40 furthermore, could go to about $36 or $31. So um, being the pick and shovels of cannabis and indoor farming does not, pre pre uh, does not exclude you from not getting sold down. 
So um, let's take a look as well on uh, on some companies that continue to get sold down. So cloud data centers like 21 Vianet, uh, this is a partner of Microsoft, yes. But given how high these SaaS companies are, you could see that Fastly getting sold down, Serens getting sold down. I'm not, um, I'm not gonna say that the sell-off will not continue further downside, down south tonight. Uh, in fact, I am relishing this drop because I do think that um, the movements of Serens have been overly, um, you know, over. They have been overly done, over and extended. So even if how good Serens was, you could see that I was preaching selling here at about $100, $110. And perhaps while there was a, was a buyer here initially at 91, that was a first crash. And this crash later on is going to be deeper. So I'd say that uh, if you're going to expect in the short term, I'd expect Serens to go beyond $80 below. That would be a 10% collapse tonight for Serens, even dropping perhaps to about 60 so if you bought here about $90 on March 3, March 4, March 5, after that rally to March 12 to 15, which you should have sold, that is a sell on rally, the next drop maybe is going to be a lower high. Uh, this is a lower high and then a lower low. So a lower low could take Ceres as low as $60 if a huge correction did ensue. So we were already explaining to prepare yourself for a crash, and I hope that you were listening. How low can the markets go? So you are seeing that NASDAQ has been rejected heavily here, about 13,200. And um, that, was, that is a lower high here. 13,600, 13,200, this was 14,000. So um, you've got this uh, potential move back to about 12,000, while some people might even argue even at 11,500. So um, if you are buying companies, as long as you are understanding that the companies could fall further south, then it's a, it's a huge drop. Now, let's assume that uh, with the impending um, uh, non, um, you saw that Europe also locked down. One of my ideas is really to short your hotels. So, um, so far, this is what's happening to your hotels. Marriott Hotels showed the weakness here about 153. If you're looking to short, like an idea is to short these names, Marriott is one of the companies that I think is a good short, even at 145, 152. I have been discussing some short ideas such as uh, these companies. So, um, from an e uh, so from a hotel perspective, I do think that they are overdone. As for um, so-called value plays like your Flintstones corners, I am not of the view that they are a value. So um, Bed Bath & Beyond, although I know uh, designer brands, you know, although Macy's, department stores, Nordstrom, in general, I am not of the view that we are successful in the reopening. And so I am waiting for markets to weaken, which we actually got. So Macy's is falling $22 all the way now to about $15. Um, I am of the view that these Delta Airlines are pr primary short candidates because um, your hotels, your UALs, your Under Armour, uh, sorry, your, your UALs, um, and when a company tells me that they want to, uh, to change and transform, I am of the view that it has been overdone. Uh, Under Armour is no match to a Nike. Um, your companies like The Gap are not, um, 
the gap is a GPS. They have been preaching of a transformation, which I don't believe in. So um, these are companies that if you are bearish the market, I would be more comfortable in shorting them because I really do not believe that they are effective uh, transitions in a, in a COVID time. Now, Bed Bath & Beyond is something that has overshot, although I like Mark Tritter, the target executive who switched to Bed Bath & Beyond. My only bias to buy was somewhere at about 17, 18, and 15 below. Now that it has reached as high as $50 and $30, I think that this is all a sell call. So um, you are, uh, just to recap for those who are new here, um, I think that there will be more sell-offs. Uh, I am of the view that you prepare your cash for better leeway for 10 to 20% downward moves. Now, if you want to make some money on a crash, um, I think that one of the best ways is to short some Bed Bath & Beyond at $30, short some GPS, aka Gap, um, as in the retailer company. I think that the business model is not yet that good. So um, it's now trading at 27. 27 to 30 is a great short area. I'm also willing to short um, UAL, which is an, Ameri uh, an American airline company. I was waiting initially for the travel resumption to really peak at about June, July, here about $80, um, which is where I intended to short. But perhaps with the market sell-off being quicker than expected for your travel-related names, I'd say that if you are bearish on travel, um, I think that even here about 56 is still a good entry point to sell your UALs. Um, if, you are, if you are bearish on... Um, if you are bearish on hotels, there's a lot of ways to sell them. This is one of my preferred selling points. INN, which is uh, Summit Hotel Properties, also a good selling off here at about $10. Ticker symbol is INN. Now, I'm going to take a look at any questions, if any. I'm going to read the comments. Okay. Hi, are you, are, are you aware that there's a dark pool trading with AMC? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm not too... I'm not trading a lot of these AMC meme names, meme stocks, but um, I would be more on the avoidance rather than on the on the buying of these names. I was willing to buy here at about two to five. Uh, sold some actually. I sold at about ten dollars even before the peak of about fourteen. Um, yeah. So now at 9, I think that it's still going to be sold off. Um, I'm not aware of dark pools. I understand that it's just a meme stock that, uh, that, that, that played on with the GME fever. So it was a, cor it, it was a highly correlated meme stock. Hi, Nikki. Agora drop. Is it a correct time to buy the stock? Wait for more dips. Um, personally speaking, it closed at $52 last night. I might enter 48 all the way to 43 tonight. So um, I'm, I'm bullish on Agora, but I am not blind that, of course, with the market potentially selling off, it could, of course, sell 10% lower. Fundamentally, I'm okay. But shout out daw. Hi po. Hi to, to Jamila, Caitlin for watching our show. Thank you. Hi, Nikki. There's a more than 10% drop on NEO. Is it a good time to buy or should I wait for more dips? Um, generally speaking, I am a bull on electric vehicle. So NEO is a company that I would be buying on this dip as well. 
Um, this 37.38 is a good drop. Of course, it could drop lower tonight at about 35 or 31. Um, I am I'm a little bit biased because I do believe that XPeng shouldn't be punished. Uh, fundamentally, Neo is doing well. Um, Neo and XPeng, the electric vehicle revolution is more of a a cost averaging the disruption tactic for me. So um, I would be bullish on NEO on this 10% drop if it drops further tonight. Hi, Nikki. What is your take on NFT stocks? Are you looking at trading them in the near future? I'm looking at getting into it in the short term. In general, I am of the view that NFT is not for me. So I'm not willing to buy or sell NFT, uh, the NFT stocks. Um, that said, if I would trade the NFT craze, I might be on the selling side. So, um, Funko here, if it rallies about $28, say 50% higher, I am going to be more tempted to sell it rather than to buy it. But to be honest, I am not, uh, I have zero positions on any NFT-related stocks, whether it be the Dolphin, the Playboy magazine, going into these NFT names, um, some artists seeking to do NFTs for Justin Bieber songs like LiveX Media. It's not something that I am... Uh, I'm not really taking uh, advantage of the NFT craze. I'm not going long on them. Neither, a, neither am I um, shorting them as of the moment. I'm actually taking a look more on perhaps buying some shares of Copen if it falls further at about 7 below tonight. So uh, I'm taking advantage of the volatility in the market to actually buy the, the dips. So 7 to 6. So I'm, I'm willing to buy companies that I believe in. So um, let me show to you a few things. So I applied to the eToro Popular Investor Program, but because I have very little history so far, I think that uh, that's the reason why I am I am not yet approved. Nonetheless, I increased my uh, my I don't know how should I say this. I increased my sizes to twenty five thousand um, dollars, and um, I canceled my withdrawal of about two thousand four hundred dollars. So. I, I made some money and then I was trying to withdraw it and then I needed to go approach a physical bank for it. So I, I decided not to go back. I, I decided not to go to the bank anymore. And then um, so far what I've been doing is I've been shorting some companies. You could see that I sold some APPS. I sold some Blink. I sold some The Trade Desk. I sold some Nano Dimension in the past and covered it up. I sold some workhorse. I also covered it. I shorted some Enphase. Also covered it. I shorted some SNP. At that time, um, SNP wasn't falling yet, so I had to cover with a loss. But you could argue that um, my view is more bearish. But even if I am bearish, I'm of course buying some sh some issues that I do believe in. So you could see that I'm nibbling into the markets while I'm shorting some hotels. So I'm short some Hyatt, short some Hilton, short some Marriott. I might actually short some um, BBBY, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Let me see if I could short this tonight. Yes. So I am okay to short this company. BBBY, let me, let, let me put a short at 28. Um, I'm also, that's a sell order placed right now. Gap, I'm also willing to short that. 
I don't believe in uh, in these uh, names uh, actually doing well on reopening. I am of the view that their business models are still not as good as claimed. Uh, so it's more of a, a weak a weak fundamental business. Under Armour, I'm also not um, not confident in that name. And with the valuations today, I'm willing to sell that low. So 18, 20, 22, I'm willing to sell these uh, these bad names. Um, in my view, uh, the reason why I'm selling them is because I find their business models inferior versus their competition. So Under Armour against Nike, no match. So after this huge view of 7 to 20, I'm of the view that I should be selling that name and shorting that name. Um, that said, uh, of course, I'm willing to buy companies like Zoom Video, Teladoc Health. I've been buying that. Tencent, I'm willing to buy that. Maybe if it falls, maybe 550, I'll buy more. Sun Power, I didn't sell at 34 when I was up 6%. Now I'm down 5%. Either way, I'm of the view that solar should be good. So I'm okay to own Sun Power. I got, um, and I have a huge investment on Sun Power. You could see that uh, my big positions are Zoom, Teladoc, and Sun Power. Instead of, Instead of having many solar companies, I ended up just loading up on Sun Power rather than having Sunrun, Canadian Solar, Enphase, and so forth. But I think other people want to have five or so companies in the solar region. Uh, streaming, I'm of the belief that podcasts are usually wonderful. So here about Spotify 275. I'm not scared if it goes to about 240 or 225. I'll be willing to buy some shares. Uh, you could see that my withdrawal is going to be uh, changed to a deposit. So this $25 is going to be um, additional buy-in buy of Spotify if this collapses, say, to $30 tonight. So Twitter, I am of the view that $60 and $55 is a great area. So I'll be buying more Twitter. Neo, I added last night at about 38. If it falls, let's say 35 or 34 tonight, I'll be willing to average on my Neo. Palantir, I'm still looking to buy more at $20 if it falls tonight. Unity, I'm willing to buy at 90 below. C Limited, here about 198 today. I'm looking to see if I could get a bigger discount if it falls further tonight at about another 10%. If I see C Limited 20% down, uh, I'll add more into my C Limited. Fastly, I am of the view that Edge Compute um, is a huge, um, huge need. And Fastly helping the likes of Shopify only solidifies my bullish conviction on Fastly and Agora as well as Roku, which is the connected TV leader. So you could see that um, I'm okay to uh, get some heat. You could see that my profits, I have a net, uh, I have an unrealized loss of about $865 or roughly 3% of my account getting a heat. 3 to 4% of a $25,000 account. I will, uh, since, I'm, since I am revo, uh, what do you say that? Uh, I'm retrieving. This, uh, this withdrawal will become a deposit. They will cancel that withdrawal. That means that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to have about $27,500. So I'll be deploying um, about additional $7,000 soon in the markets. And I'm, I'm really willing to buy the markets on a, drip, on a drop. Can... Um, can what do you think about JFU and DraftKings? JFU, in my view, is more of a sell when it rallied to 250 and 260. 
Um, although I think there is value in JFU, Chinese fintech is not my priority in a sell-off. DraftKings is also not a priority. I think that uh, $70 is more of a sell. $72.66. I like DraftKings, but I think that this current valuation is unsustainable. Uh, thanks for the question. Actually, you gave me an idea to short DraftKings tonight. Uh, let me see if I could short DraftKings. Good job. Yes, I can. So uh, that is going to be a short on my end. 66 point, uh, let me post 67 to sell uh, DraftKings tonight. Yeah, or even 66. 66 is okay for me to sell. 66 and 72 is okay for me to short it. Yeah, so um, you could see that um, I'm willing to short companies. And these companies are okay for my pending shorts. Oh, sorry, this is not a buy. This should be a sell. Wrong ticker. Um, yeah. So I'm willing to buy Agora at 48. Willing to buy Unity. Let me try to make a lower bid. Let me see if I could get some... Um, some... This is wrong. I'm not willing to buy Gap. I'm willing to sell Gap. <clears throat> so I want to sell your Gap. Want to sell gap here at about 27, 28. Let me post 28, $750. So usually I set 3% of my, of my current portfolio uh, as a position. So I'm selling Bed Bath & Beyond, The Gap, DraftKings. I'll be willing to sell some um, United Airlines. <clears throat> oh, or maybe I could sell American Airlines instead. So uh, I think that American Airlines has more leverage. Uh, so let me see if uh, the prices right now are attractive to sell. Yeah. So 26 is a good area. 22, I'll further punish uh, American Airlines. This rally, in my view, is overdone. So yeah. There are some companies that I don't think should be going up. So Airlines are just some of those uh, group. Hotel tourism sector is a group that I don't believe in in a secular manner. I don't think that people are going to go out and um, this entire Flintstones trade is not something that I believe in. I think it's a value trap. So um, though that, that is my view and I hope that you learned something. About the question, can De can DeFi be the future? I am I'm not of the opinion to answer questions that I don't have a huge understanding with. So um, I'd say I I just have no comment. Thank you very much. Bye bye.